Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Tar Heel Talk Newsletter, a quarterly publication of the NC Library for the Blind and Physically Handicapped, NCLBPH, the State Library of North Carolina, and the NC Department of Natural and Cultural Resources. We hope you will enjoy listening to this episode of the podcast version of our newsletter and that you'll subscribe to hear future episodes. Thank you for your support. Now, here is the latest episode of Tar Heel Talk. Tar Heel Talk, Fall 2021, Issue Number 165. Copyright, North Carolina Library for the Blind and Physically Handicapped. This magazine contains 27 pages. Approximate reading time, 45 minutes. This recorded edition contains the entire text of the print edition, except for advertising, pictures, captions, dates, and events. Features NCLBPH Writing Contest Foreign Language Quarterly History's Mysteries NLS Music Collection NCLBPH Writing Contest to our creative patrons, tell us your story. The North Carolina Library for the Blind and Physically Handicapped will host our second writing contest. We are accepting entries from NCLBPH patrons starting September 1st until December 15th. Contestants' entries can be the following. Short stories, novel excerpts, poems, songs, fiction, nonfiction, autobiographies, biographies, or something entirely different. Be creative. All submissions will be judged by the following criteria. Clarity, spelling, grammar, and creativity. Each contestant's entry has the potential to be added to our collection. If we select your entry to be added to the collection, we will notify you before it is published. Before a contestant submission is added to the library's collection, it will be subject to proofreading. The contest will be divided into four separate age groups, ages 8 and younger, ages 9 to 12, ages 13 to 17, and 18 and older. Your submission will automatically be entered to your age group. Writing Contest Rules Your entry must be an original work. Contestants must be a patron of NCLBPH. Only one entry per contestant will be allowed. All mail-in entries must be typewritten, at least 14-point font, double-spaced with numbered pages, and include a cover page with a title and the author's name. There is a 5,000-word count limit for all submissions. If your entry is in Braille, a word file will be required. If you enter a song, please include the lyrics as a word file. If your entry contains images, please include alt text. If your submission is in a different language, an English translation will be required. Acceptable submission formats. All writing contest submissions should be in one of the following formats. Word file, audio file, Braille file, mail-in type written. Prizes. The following prizes will be available to each age group. First place. Submission will be added to the library's collection and made available for download. 
In addition, the contestant will receive a certificate and the first place prize. Second place. Submission will be added to the library's collection and made available for download. In addition, the contestant will receive a certificate and a second place prize. Third place. Submission will be added to the library's collection and made available for download. In addition, the contestant will receive a certificate and the third place prize. Honorable mentions. Submissions will be added to the library's collection and made available for download. In addition, the contestant will receive a certificate. All other contestants will receive a certificate for their entry. Visit our writing contest page to turn in your entries. slnc.info slash capital W capital C two one. Foreign Language Quarterly. You may have heard patrons of our library are now capable of receiving books from foreign countries participating in the Marrakesh Treaty. For those unfamiliar with the Marrakesh Treaty, it allows exchange of accessible format books across international borders between organizations that serve people with a print disability. For example, if a patron of our library desired a book published in a different country participating in the treaty, they could borrow that book by asking us to request it from the institution in a different country. This benefits patrons who speak other languages and wish to read books in their preferred language, while we have a limited number of foreign language books in our collection. Foreign Language Quarterly is a publication of the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled, which lists popular foreign language books recently added to their library and books that are available through a network of cooperating libraries. This NLS publication will be posted to their website every three months, and books listed in the publication are available to all eligible patrons and those who qualify for our library services. In the first volume of Foreign Language Quarterly, you will find books in Arabic, Chinese, French, German, Greek, Polish, Portuguese, Russian, Spanish, and Ukrainian. The books you see in Foreign Language Quarterly will be available for download through BARD immediately. To browse for foreign language books on BARD or Voyager, there are instructions on the NLS webpage slnc.info slash capital N, capital L, capital S, hyphen, capital F, capital L, capital B. For our patrons who prefer to receive their books by mail, they may order them from NCLBPH, and they will be loaded on your books-on-demand cartridge. You can contact us by phone, email, or chat. Tar Heel Talk is a quarterly publication of the North Carolina Library for the Blind and Physically Handicapped, NCLBPH, State Library of North Carolina, and North Carolina Department of Natural and Cultural Resources. Address, 1841 Capitol Boulevard, Raleigh, North Carolina, 27635. Voice, 984 984- Two three six one one zero zero. Facts nine one nine 
1-888-788-6910. Toll free, 1-888-388-2460. Email, nclbph at ncdcr.gov. Governor Roy Cooper, Secretary Reed Wilson, Regional Librarian Carl Keene, Editor Clint Exum, Editorial Staff Josh Burkoff, Editorial Staff Gina Powell, Webpage statelibrary.ncdcr.gov slash B-L-I-N-D hyphen P-R-I-N-T hyphen D-I-S-A-B-L-E-D Internet Catalog Ordering Site N-C-B-P-H dot K-L-A-S dot C-O-M 2021 Braille Literacy Grants In June 2021, the Friends Board approved the recipients of the first Braille Literacy Grants. The children's grant was awarded to the Governor Moorhead School for the purchase of new UEB books to expand their library services. Hope Klontz received the adult grant for the purchase of a Braille display. The Friends Board is excited to play a part in the advancement of Braille literacy throughout North Carolina. The 2022 Braille Literacy Grant process will open in January 2022. The Friends seek to award two separate grants up to $1,000 to address Braille literacy among children and adults in North Carolina. Proposals are expected to address the needs of children and or adults who are visually impaired in Braille literacy efforts such as, but not limited to, training services, education, Braille access, and outreach. The Braille Literacy Grant applications, along with updated information on the application process, eligibility, and deadlines can be found at slnc.info slash capital B, capital L, hyphen, capital G, capital R, capital A, capital N, capital T. Email questions about the Braille Literacy Grant and or the application process to info at f-r-i-e-n-d-s-n-c-l-b-p-h dot o-r-g. Friends Corner Dear Friends, thank you for being a patron of our library. It is critical these days to use these marvelous resources that we have, and among the friends, literacy is our passion. Especially now, with so many people so isolated, the fact that we can visit with each other with new worlds and new stories just by contacting our library is wonderful. We recently received a donation and a lovely letter from a gentleman whose mother had passed recently. He wrote to us that, as she lost her sight later in life, she discovered our library. 
the reader advisors at the library helped her discover new interests. She developed an appetite for history and politics. Her son says she became quite the U.S. historian in these years due to her new passion for nonfiction from our library. It is stories like these that fuel our zeal for literacy for all. Good news. We awarded our first literacy grants this summer. Hope C. of Charlotte received the adults grant. She applied with the intent to purchase a refreshable braille display for personal and professional use. The Governor Moorhead School Library received the children's grant for the purchase of more UEB braille materials. We, the friends, were delighted to make these awards. For more information about our literacy grants, please visit our webpage at friendsnclbph.com. We are happy to announce we are one of the sponsors of the iRetreat this summer. The iRetreat is a nonprofit that provides an opportunity for youth with visual impairments to experience a glimpse of post-secondary outcomes, employment, college, etc. Through development of mentoring relationships, real-world applications, and identification of available resources. The I in iRetreat stands for Envisioning Youth Empowerment. This annual event is attended by students from all over North Carolina. This valuable opportunity is processed for our youth with a visual impairment. For more information on the iRetreat, please visit their website at E-Y-E-R-E-T-R-E-A-T dot O-R-G. Update. We had to suspend the Benton Braille Writer Program due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Thankfully, some restrictions have been modified at this time, and we are able to resume this program. If you need a Braille Writer, please visit our website and submit an application. We are delighted to welcome new board members Leticia Adams, Jennifer Gray, Patricia Tesner, and Jim Turner. We are grateful and thankful for the service of the members whose terms ended in June Joanne Wood, Karen Broderick, Donnie Best, and Angelo Sinesso. Do you have any news related to? Literacy and Vision, send it to us at info at f-r-i-e-n-d-s-n-c-l-b-p-h dot o-r-g so that we can share it here and on our Facebook page. Would you like to be a guest columnist in the Friends Corner of the Tar Heel Talk? Email us and your contribution may be in the next edition. Be a friend with us. It's only $10 a year for an individual. Your membership contribution goes a long way and means so much to so many people in our community. Join us online at F-R-I-E-N-D-S 
nclbph.org or call the library so that we may send you an application. Thinking of you with regard and best wishes, Susan L. King, President, Friends of the Library for the Blind and Physically Handicapped. Board of Directors, President, Susan King, cell 828-238-6195, email 3600-SKING at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. Vice President, Sharon Benton. Home, 919-833-2259. Secretary, Debbie Meadows. Cell, 919-219-2677. Treasurer, Mary Flanagan, cell 919-602-1334. Past President, Eddie Weaver, home 910-619-4084. Members at large, Letitia Adams, cell 919-576. 3825. Redina Gillette Sims, cell 919-414-5316. Jennifer Gray, cell 919-451-1724. Patricia Tesner, cell 252-291- Three four zero five. Jim Turner, cell nine one nine eight one two three five three eight. Dawson Hart, home eight two eight two one two zero eight eight one. Donna Permar, home nine one nine four five two. 6920. Kelly Hightower Spruill, cell 336-253-6566. Melanie Stein, home 919-656-1157. Yvonne Kia, Home, 910-283-3981. Non-voting. Carl Keen, Regional Librarian, NCLBPH. Work, 984-236-1107. Collections Communique, a quarterly collections update. The library has acquired a set of tactile map atlases from National Braille Press, originally produced by the Princeton Braillist. These atlases cover nearly every major region in the world. If you are interested 
in borrowing any of these, please contact a reader advisor to order them. An update on the newly implemented Marrakesh Treaty. This treaty allows participating countries to circulate accessible books across borders. We now have over 700 of these titles in our collection in both audio and e-braille format. The audiobook numbers begin with the prefix DBG, and the e-braille books begin with the prefix BRG. The audiobooks are available on BARD and via Books on Demand. The e-braille books are available via BARD only. The library has been able to process all new Braille titles into our physical collection going back to the start of the pandemic. A big thanks to our circulation department for making this happen. Locally produced magazines such as Wildlife in North Carolina, Our State, and the North Carolina Historical Review will resume production once we are able to welcome our recording volunteers back on site. Our volunteers will start recording the most recent issues and will not be going backwards to catch the issues that we released earlier on in the pandemic. We apologize for this gap in magazine coverage, but it is necessary to ensure that we don't fall behind on future issues. Over the past year and a half, we have added 65 new DVD titles to the DVS Club collection. We have not been able to update the large print or braille catalogs due to the pandemic. You can access a full listing of titles available by visiting our online public access catalog for now. And we will release a new catalog in the coming months. You can also call our reader advisors to learn about the most recent titles added to this collection. NCLBPH can help you declutter your home. Are you an avid BARD mobile user on your iPhone, iPad, or Android device? If you are, then your digital talking book machine that you received from our library is probably collecting dust on a shelf somewhere. Or perhaps you're using it as a doorstop or a paperweight since you have no earthly idea what else you could possibly do with it. Not to worry, we can help you. We have a digital talking book machine recycling program. We will take your no longer needed player, recondition it, and send it out to another patron in need. If you would like to send us back your digital talking book machine, we will gladly accept it into our recycling and reconditioning program. You can send it back in the box it came in. Please include a note in the box stating that the player is no longer needed. Please also make sure to take out the mailing card on the top of the box, flip the card over, and reinsert it so that our name and address is visible rather than yours. If you don't have the box that your player came in, please call us at one 388 2460 and we can send you an empty box. Once your player is boxed up, simply hand the box to your mail carrier or take it to your local post office. No postage is required for sending your player back to us. Charlotte Phone It In Book Club. As many of our patrons may already know, we have a book club that meets at our library on the first Friday of each month. 
It is known as our very important patron, VIP, book club, and it has met for several years. Even though we serve all of North Carolina and would enjoy having more patrons join our VIP book club, we are located in Raleigh and the drive from one of the many fine areas in North Carolina, like Monroe, might not be worth the enticing hour and a half discussion as well as the delicious snacks. So we began efforts to create a distance book club in the Charlotte area. One of our reader advisors, Sarah Brackett, has taken on this great task and I was able to ask her a few questions about this new Charlotte phone-in book club. Question, what made you want to spearhead the Charlotte book club? Answer, I was new to this library and I was looking for a niche to fill. This book club is something that had been discussed before my arrival and lacked staffing. I was happy to volunteer. Question. What is your goal in starting this book club? Answer. My goal is to create a space for patrons in Charlotte to get together for a book discussion from the comfort of their home. My long-term goal is for this program to be extended to other areas outside of Charlotte. Question. When will this book club congregate? Answer. The book club will meet every third Thursday of the month from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Question. How will you select what books you'll read? Answer. The first five or six books will be chosen by myself, with a possible survey taken at the end of every session. After the initial books, Book club members will be encouraged to propose books for the club to read and discuss. Question. What kind of bumps in the road did you experience developing this book club? Answer. This process has been remarkably easy. The hardest part is scheduling a time to meet with the other members of the book club planning committee. I'm sure there will be hiccups in the first few months, but I have read about similar pilot programs in other libraries and will attempt to minimize the bumps from their experiences. Question. How can one participate in the book club? Answer. Simply call the library at 1-888-388-2460 and ask to be added to the wait list for the book club. Once on the list for the club, simply call the number given to you at the appointed time. It is as easy as a phone call. History Program History's Mysteries, the Americas Before Europeans Coming up November 17th, the library will be hosting a virtual history program conducted by patron and former history teacher Bill Steppen, entitled the Americas Before Europeans, which explores what the first people in the Americas were like. Join us online or by phone to enjoy this look back in history. We've included a handy list of library books that Bill used to research the topics. Before Europeans Arrived, November 17, 2021, 1 p.m. to 2.30 p.m., Register via 
S-L-N-C dot I-N-F-O slash capital H capital M one one hyphen one seven or call one eight 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 three eight eight two four six zero program description were the cultures of Native Americans really without cities science religion or innovation this month's mystery will help dispel misconceptions about the Americas before Europeans arrived companion reading from Bard 1491 new revelations of the Americas before Columbus DB 61198 man Charles C reading time 16 hours 28 minutes NLS music collection have you heard about our music materials our patrons are capable of borrowing over 25,000 audio braille and large print musical scores, texts, and instructional materials and recorded materials about music and musicians. Just as the other items in our collection, our music scores and books can be circulated, postage free of charge. The braille portion of the collection makes up the largest portion of the collection. Patrons will find transcriptions for most instruments dating back to the 18th century. The Braille Collection also consists of classical and popular music, musical textbooks, librettos, and music instruction books. Music is also available in large print for voice, piano, and other instruments. The Digital Collection consists of music theory and appreciation, interviews and masterclasses, opera lectures, and history. There is also recorded instructional material available that has subjects such as instrument tutorials with songs for guitar, piano, organ, and more. For our Bard patrons, downloading musical materials is an option for them as well. With Bard, our patrons can download music scores from the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled. These materials are available as recorded instructions in digital Braille, which requires the use of a refreshable Braille display. All patrons are eligible to receive items from our music collection, but they must make the request through the National Library Service headquarters in Washington, D.C. Eligible patrons may make the request using the following methods. Email nlsm at loc.gov. Phone 1-800-424-8567, extension 2. Fax 202-707-0500. Or mail them at the following address. Music section. The National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled, Library of Congress, Washington, D.C., 20542. To learn more about NLS's music materials, visit slnc.info slash capital N, capital L, capital S, hyphen M-U-S-I-C. Staff Feature Pandemic Staff 
As we have more staff returning to the library, we must acknowledge the library's staff that made services possible for existing and new patrons. March of 2020, our staff were to begin remote working to protect the staff, volunteers, and patrons from a virus we knew little about. This was an unexpected turn for the staff and everyone that makes our library operate. It is possible for some library services to be provided to patrons remotely, but there are services that require staff to be on site. Not being able to enter the library meant we could not receive applications from new patrons or send various materials to existing patrons. Not being able to deliver books to patrons was the halted service which received the most attention. It is thanks to our patrons' comments that we were able to build a case to have a few staff members return to the library. In June of 2020, we were allowed to have four of our staff members work on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays on site. The staff did this while following strict COVID-19 guidelines. Our circulation staff who volunteered to work on site during a pandemic were David Vick, Kent Bass, and Teresa Stallings. Thanks to their willingness to get books to our patrons, the library was able to start shipping and receiving books for our patrons again. It should also be noted our Books on Demand service, which all of our patrons are using as of November 2020, made it possible for fewer staff members to keep up with pre-pandemic circulation numbers. Our circulation staff was not the only library staff to return to work. Paul Luckham, machine unit, also volunteered to work on site. While the circulation department was fulfilling book requests, Paul was receiving digital talking book machines that needed servicing. Whether a patron needed a new battery for their book player or just needed a new player, Paul was there to assist any patron in need. In February 2021, Deborah Jernigan volunteered to work on site to help Paul with the workload. A couple other employees who deserve recognition are Dennis Jimenez and Christine Molesky. They both work for the State Library of North Carolina and work very closely with NCLBPH. While other on-site employees were performing their duties, Dennis made sure our patron processing department were receiving new patron applications and delivered approximately 1,060 patron applications and other mail items to that department, as well as mail out new patron information packets as needed. He also helped staff get the equipment they needed to work from home, helped NCOBPH with hiring new employees, and made it possible for our staff to answer voicemails from home. Christine's contributions to NCLBPH consisted of scanning well over 2,000 patron notes and mail cards so our reader advisors could update patron information and fill specific book requests. In addition, Dennis and Christine assisted with entering book requests at a time when we were short-staffed, helped with mailing projects to notify patrons about our Books on Demand service, as well as prepare hundreds of Tar Heel Talk newsletters for delivery from home. The two helped us in countless ways, all while having a helpful attitude and good humor over the last year. 
Maintaining our services to the public at the capacity we delivered over the past several months would have been nearly impossible without key staff members willing to assist beyond what was required of them. Staff Interview Alan White, Reader Advisor Alan White is one of NCLBPH's longest working staff members. He has retired from the library after 35 years of working for the State Library of North Carolina and 25 years of working with NCLBPH. In his time with NCLBPH, he has seen staff come and go, changes to the way services provided to the patrons, and spoke with so many of our library patrons. He has even worked with some of our patrons from childhood to adulthood. Those patrons will surely miss being able to call the library and request to speak to Alan. If you've ever had the chance to speak with Alan over the phone, you may have had the chance to get to know him a little. If you've never had a chance to speak with Alan, here is your chance to learn a little about him. Question. When did you start working for the State Library? When did you start working for LBPH? Answer. I started working for the State Library in June 1986. I started working for the LBPH in July 1996. Question. What led you to the state? Answer. I was born here and have lived here my whole life. Question. What different buildings have you worked in? How long have you been in the current building? Answer. At first, I worked in what was called the Archives and History Building on East Jones Street in Raleigh. I have worked in the NCLBPH building for over 25 years. Question. Have you had the same title for the time you've been with the state? If no, what have been some of your titles? Answer. No. My current title is Reader Advisor. Before that, I was a library circulation assistant, and before that, a circulation clerk. Question. How have you seen the library environment change in your time here? Answer. The biggest change has been in the new technologies which have been developed and have been utilized by the library. In 1996, the library was putting the last books on flexible records. Then it was exclusively cassette tapes, then digital cartridges, and for the last several years, patrons have been able to download books to smart devices. Also, because of the changes in technology, the job can be done remotely. Since the outbreak of the COVID pandemic, we have worked remote either full-time or part-time. This would not have been an option in 1996. Question. How have you seen the library services change? Answer. The basic purpose, which is to provide people with reading material, has not changed. The methods in which we provide the library service have changed. Our patrons may take greater control of their library service. When I started, if a patron wanted to request specific titles, the patron could phone in or mail in the request. Now, they have the option of using our online catalog to place the order or download the book.
Books are available much sooner in audio form after publication in print form. When I started, it often took a year to get a book from print to cassette. Now it is often a matter of a few weeks to a few months to get it from print to digital. Question, what is your job like? What do you think you'll miss most about it? Answer, the main part of my job is assigning books to patrons, responding to mail, and answering the phone. Also, over the last year and a half, I have been compiling reading lists of books on different subjects. I will miss my coworkers and talking with many of the patrons. Question. What do you have planned for your retirement? Answer. Traveling, gardening, volunteering in my community. My wife and I will be able to spend more time with our grandchildren. Also, just being able to walk to a local coffee shop in the middle of the day will be a real pleasure. Finally, read many of the books I have been assigning to people over the last several years. Question. What advice would you give your replacement? Answer. Ask questions. Question. For the patrons that have known you for so long, do you have a message you would like to give to them? Answer. It has been an honor and a pleasure. Tips for better service. You may return material now. We are checking in and checking out material. If you receive cartridges, please return the cartridges one at a time. If you leave a phone message, please spell your last name, state the city you live in, and leave us a phone number to respond to your call if necessary. Also, due to possible phone connection problems, it always helps to repeat the phone number if possible. If you are calling for someone else, please leave their name and city so we can pull up their record in our computers and would have another contact number if we can't reach you. In order to avoid a delay in your service, notify us immediately of any change of address. If you email the library, please include your name, phone number, and mailing address in the email. Library closing dates. Veterans Day, Thursday, November 11th, 2021. Thanksgiving, Thursday, November 25th, and Friday, November 26th, 2021. Christmas, Thursday, December 23rd, Friday, December 24th, and Monday, December 27th, 2021. New Year's Day, Friday, December 31st, 2021. Choice Magazine Listening. Choice Magazine Listening, CML, is a free audio magazine for adults with impaired vision or other disability. Four times a year, listeners can download or receive by mail 12 hours of great stories and articles chosen from 100 of the finest magazines, absolutely free of charge. All CML's selections are wonderfully read by some of America's top audiobook narrators. 
CML subscribers include those with conditions such as low vision, macular degeneration, blindness, MS, diabetes, cerebral palsy, ALS, dyslexia, and Parkinson's. If someone you know would enjoy this free service, please call 1-888-724-6423 or visit C-H-O-I-C-E-M-A-G-A-Z-I-N-E-L-I-S-T-E-N-I-N-G dot O-R-G. Descriptive Video Catalog. The library has produced an all-audio version of the Descriptive Video Catalog. The catalog is a collection of all of the DVDs available today from the library. It is available from Noble as a downloadable digital talking book, so you can listen to it on your digital talking book player and from our Descriptive Video page on the website as a now-playable MP3. Listen now bit.ly slash capital L capital B capital P capital H hyphen capital D capital V Download Something Noble One of the many services we offer our patrons is access to our version of BARD we call Noble North Carolina BARD Local Noble features digital braille books and digital talking books and magazines which are published in North Carolina and produced by our library. While there is no patron application necessary to use Noble, all media downloaded from Noble can only be played on a digital book player approved by the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled. You may visit Noble to see if there is anything you would like to download by going to bit.com ly slash capital L capital B capital P capital H hyphen capital N capital O capital B capital L capital E End of Tar Heel Talk Fall 2021 Issue number 165 Read by Clint Exum in the studios of the North Carolina Library for the Blind and Physically Handicapped October 2021, monitored by Adrian Sanders, published by the North Carolina Library for the Blind and Physically Handicapped. Further reproduction or distribution in other than a specialized format is prohibited.